Hello, this is the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast, and this is Michelle Burkhardt here, your host. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us today. Hey, we are still in technically the first week or so of January 2020, and so um, probably I'm really hoping that you're not in the large majority that have forgotten your New Year's resolutions or goals for the year. Um, If you are, I, I hope to resolve some of that today, and if you're not, keep at it. What I really want to talk to you today is about the secret engine or power behind actually attaining your goals, okay? Um, And a big shout out to my friend Carla. Thank you, Carla, for the suggestion. She texted me yesterday and she said, please, please, please do this, this topic. I would like to know more information. I said, awesome. So what I want to cover today is really... Um, it stems from a quote from one of my favorite mentors, John Maxwell, and he says that one is too small for anything significant. Okay, so uh, I don't know what your goals are. Uh, Many people at this time of year, they make some sort of health goal. Um, So maybe you've done that. Maybe you have a financial goal or a career goal or a relationship goal, or maybe I just want to learn this goal, whatever your goal might be. I want you to start thinking about how other people can help you towards that goal. And not just to, you know, that they can help me learn this, but really, how does the presence of other people in your life help you on your journey? Okay, so really what I'm talking about today specifically is the idea of accountability partners. So before you, you know, kind of get a little freaked out, because sometimes when I mention the word accountability, everybody kind of groans, okay? Um, I'm going to clarify what that means today. I'm actually going to cover very quickly five types of accountability partners, okay? So as I go through, I want you to think about which ones of these have you experienced? Uh, Which one are you using now? Um, Which one might you use with somebody else? Okay. And which ones might you want to try that you haven't tried before? All right. So the first accountability type is uh, the idea of a mentor. Okay. So this is basically a, a mentor and a participant. So a mentor tells you what to do. Okay. They have been there before and they're telling you what to do. So for example, if you're on a weight loss journey, somebody who has made that journey before, or let's say you want to get out of debt this year and you're, you really want to learn from somebody who has walked that path in the past, knows what it feels like to be in, in debt and knows the journey out, right? So you're looking for somebody to help you. Um, so they're going to tell you what to do. Um, it's everything that you do is going to be their idea, right? There's going to be some products, some systems, some, and, and most of the time it's pretty rigid, right? Um, you can learn about it through a book or a podcast or even in person, but there, you are always going to follow their plan. It's a little more impersonal when it comes to accountability. Um, one of the examples I think about is Weight Watchers. I used to do Weight Watchers years ago pretty strict in their plan, right? They had somebody who was doing the teaching every week and it was somebody who'd already had success doing the plan. And when you had an issue and you said, I'm having a hard time, you know, losing the weight, somebody would tell you basically what you were doing wrong. Okay. So that's one form of accountability. Now, the second form is the idea of a coach and a participant, 
So a coach is not a mentor. A coach is somebody who asks questions so that you can determine what your answers are, okay? Typically a coach is a cheerleader because they uh, want to empower you and they want to see you get to your goal. The only job of that coach is to help you get to your goal and as fast as possible, okay? They will not let you forget what your goal is, okay? They're, They're cheerleaders, they ask you a lot of questions, But it's all about your ideas and the plan that you want to use in order to go forward. A really great coach knows when to hold their tongue and let the participant kind of go through this, what I call holy struggle of figuring some things out because a really good coach understands that the process is a teacher in and of itself. Okay. So like I said, they're not going to help. They're not going to let you forget your goal. Um, Their whole job is as they're having conversations with you is to get you thinking and to get you towards your goal. Typically it, it is using something that's maybe quick and simple. Um, The best coaching is really something that, that will take, you know, maybe six to 12 weeks to really get you out of where you need to be. Okay. Um, And usually the person, the participant is very highly motivated Okay, they're, they're typically paying money to this coach because they want to really make a change. And after about three months of going through any type of coaching program like this with a really great coach, you should be able to not only see your goal, but to understand more about the thinking that goes into getting towards your goal. Okay, now the third type of accountability partner or accountability is to have a partner. So it's one to one. So it's two different people, could be three people, but beyond that, you start to get into some other um, dynamics. Typically, it's two people and you're learning equally, meaning that you're both learning. Um, you could, could be learning the same thing or you could be learning wildly different things, but at the same place. So, for example, maybe um, you're, you, both of you have a, a health goal but one person wants to start exercising and the other person wants to um, count their calories. And so you're coming together and you're saying, okay, you know, this is what I'm doing. And the other person's saying, this is what I'm doing, right? So you're talking about the same goal, but you're coming at it from a different point of view. So you're learning equally, okay? And throughout this process, you're able to connect and relate to each other. So it's a, a back and forth as opposed to the first two options, which are much more, you know, kind of one person centered. And you're both sharing ideas. So for example, maybe um, the person in this, this double group, one of them who's doing the exercise knows how to count calories already, and they can share ideas with you. Okay. Typically, accountability partners are, it's a longer relationship. Um, And again, usually you have similar goals. Um, And the beauty about having an accountability partnership is that there's this idea of, I don't want to let the other person down, right? If you have to make a commitment to a friend of yours to meet them at the gym, and you know you have to call and cancel that, you're going to have certain feelings about that, won't you? And this is why I say once you get into three and four kind of accountability partner groups, it gets a little bit harder for you to um, get to your goal because if you're, let's say you have a group of four people meeting at the gym twice a week to exercise 
and you're not going to be there. Well, you're going to feel, feel a little less bad about canceling on three other people because they have each other than you are on one other person. Okay. So dynamics are a little bit different there. Now the, the fourth accountability type is a, a group or a community. So this could be somebody in person or what is more likely these days is to have a, a community of some sort on social media. So Facebook, Instagram, you know, something else, maybe even email, or I, I have a lot of people who, um, that I know of that have group texts. So they create these group texts within their, their, um, friend groups and they, it's just a constant conversation. Okay. So however you want to do that, it's a community of people. So that could be three or more. So typically what happens or what we would like to see happen in these communities is that, is that we're cheering each other on towards our goal, right? The sole purpose for being together in this community is that you see other people win. Okay. So yes, you're, you're trying to share your wins and, and, and your struggles too, but you really want to see other people win. So it's not like you come together and you shame and scold and punish somebody because they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. You just acknowledge that and say, Hey, come on, get back on track. Right. Uh, it's also a place for great connection. So building those relationships and it's a place where you can share multiple ideas, right? So think about it. If you've got a group of 20 people all together in a Facebook group and you're all working towards the same goal. Um, I, I think often of some of the groups that I'm working with where we are studying a, a book together, right? So we're coming together and we're studying about a leadership principle and everybody's focusing on a leadership goal. Now they might be coming at it from a different point of view. And as we're going through the book, we're sharing our aha moments or the, the thing that we tried and it worked or it didn't work, right? And when the beauty about it is, it's not just those 20 people that are sharing ideas, but when you come together as a group, one of the things that happens in shared learning is that one person shares an idea, another person shares another idea, and maybe the third person connects the first two ideas and comes up with a wildly different idea that they had never had before. That's the power of this shared thinking. And you can do that within a community. Okay. You add to each other's learning that way. Usually these communities, they can, can be short, but they typically tend to be so meaningful that they're a little bit more deeper and long lasting. Um, they definitely cause you to have deeper and lasting changes in your life, regardless of how short or long they are. I'm involved in one community, um, that has been going for, at least since I joined it four years ago. Um, it's still adding to my life. Uh, I've been involved in other communities that are on social media or through digital means that were only there for about six weeks. And I still look back on, on some of those things and go, oh, I'm so glad I did that challenge, right? Um, it typically, this type adds a, a tremendous amount of value to your whole life. So it's not necessarily just the goal that you're looking at, but it raises your awareness in other areas of your life. So maybe you're joining a, a goal for learning about, uh, it's a group for learning about finances, right? But throughout this group, you you get inspired and you think, man, I, I, I think I can start my own business. That's going to change your whole life, right? 
Or maybe you join a group because they're, um, you know, everybody in the group was trying to run their first 5k, right? I was in a group once like that. And all of a sudden you're learning tips about, you know, how to, how to raise your energy and kind of venturing into areas in this health field that maybe you never thought of before, right? And in these groups, there's uh, a different kind of power because it does not matter. Even from day one, there's always somebody ahead of you and there's somebody behind you in your journey. I don't even care where it is. Maybe whichever topic you're focusing on, you know that you're like the bottom of the barrel here, right? However, as you're going through, you're realizing, oh, there's people that don't know what I know, right? And so you gain more significance on your own journey because you realize as you're, you know, uh, we as humans, we compare, don't we? right? Um, Some of the danger in our thinking and even achieving goals is when we compare. But when you do it within a community like this, you see there's always somebody better than you and not in a shameful, judgy way, but okay, I can learn from them. And there's always somebody that needs to learn something from you, right? So you gain value both ways. And then the final type, which is my favorite, is a combination of them. And it doesn't even matter which combination, but there's a bunch of research out there in the personal growth field that shows that when you have a combination of these types of accountability, that you are more likely to not only attain whatever your individual goal was, you're more likely to set new goals and you're more likely to achieve those goals So think about it. If you're not having any sort of accountability right now, it's been the first week of January, right? If you made a resolution, great. But did you attain it or are are you on your way? Mm -hmm. Now imagine doing that 12, 20, 200 times over throughout the year. If you combine these four methods and come up with your own type of accountability combination, you're going to have more power in your goal attainment process. Okay. I actually have them all, all four of them. Um, so I just combine, uh, I have men, I have lots of mentors. Okay. Most of my mentors have always been through book form or podcasts. Um, lately I've had the opportunity to, to actually meet some of my mentors. So that's really cool. Um, I don't have very many in-person mentors that I see regularly anymore. I used to at one time, especially about 10 years ago, there were a lot of people in my life who were ahead of me. Um, now, not so much. And, and that's okay. That, that can happen. Uh, I have a coach. Um, my coach helps me in building my business, in building relationships, pretty much whatever I'm working on at the time, she helps me. I have five things that I track nearly every day. They are broad headings in my life. I'm not, I'm not going to tell them to you, but basically I report back to her and say, all right, these are the, how I focused on these five things this week. Okay. Um, she's also my accountability partner. So we go back and forth. We have a reciprocal relationship there. Um, And again, I already told you about some of the communities that I'm involved in. So when you really open yourself up to another person or a group and say, hey, let's do this thing called life together, there's more power and more value there. And remember that it's not just about your journey because your journey can inspire so many people. So when you're involved in a community, you are teaching people all the time which brings much more significance to your life. 
All right, so here's a little bit of homework. Uh, if you are not in at least one of these types of accountability, I'd like you to think about joining or starting a, a you know, a, a group or maybe getting a coach. Okay. And if you're only in one of them, I would like you to start or join another one. Really think about how you might use them strategically so you can get to your goal. If you're involved in a group or a community, I would highly recommend that you reach out to that group and community. And first of all, just say, thank you for being here. And I'm so looking forward to learning from each and one of you. Okay. See what gratitude brings you. Um, and then remember that this is just my warning about uh, accountability because, and this really is why when I mention that word, people start to groan. Accountability is not about shaming, judging, or punishment. Okay. You didn't get that done. Now I'm going to judge you. When I'm coaching somebody, if they set the homework and then they don't do the homework and we come back and I'm like, Hey, you know, what did you do? And they say, well, I didn't really do anything. I I'm not going to judge you for not doing your homework because it's your homework. It's your journey, but I am going to get a little bit curious, right? I'm going to say, Hmm, well, what happened? What, what's going on there? Right? Because I want you to get to your goal, but I'm not going to judge you or shame you because you didn't do your homework. Okay. This is still your journey. I'm just trying to help you get there. All right. So if you are looking for somebody like that, reach out to somebody in these communities because they're, they're out there. And if you have had that relationship in the past where, um, maybe that's your personality and that's a a default setting for you that, that you just will judge and shame somebody else because they didn't didn't get to their goal. I'm just going to ask you to, to maybe sit and reflect on that. And how do you think that that really helps the person that you're trying to help? Okay. And it's really about supporting somebody and empowering them. So your methods can be varied, but as long as the other person is feeling empowered, sometimes I work with folks who have a a much more direct personality. And if you were to view our discussions from the outside in, you would see that I was also being direct and it might look like I'm judging or shaming, but I know that person well enough to know that my method is going to help them get to their goal. But if you were to look at me working with another person who has a much more shy or quiet personality, you would wonder how come you're not kind of stepping up on them a little bit and, and, and encouraging them. Well, maybe that person doesn't need that. They need a a different handling of it. Okay. So however you like to be motivated, that's just fine, but don't assume that everybody wants to be motivated just like that. All right. So accountability really is the secret engine that drives goal attainment. Okay. So you might've set your goals, but if you really want to reach them, you gotta have some form of accountability because one is too small for significance. So before I go, let me just ask you this. Think about the goals that you've set for yourself, whether it be this last week or you're still working on some. Are those goals significant to you? I mean, really think about that. Are your goals significant? Now, I, I would posit the idea that if, if your goal is not significant, then it's not really a goal, right? Because why would you set a goal that wasn't significant? Okay. 
If you want to, to gain significance, you have got to do it with more than just you. All right. So reach out to somebody this week. If it's not me, let it be somebody on social media somewhere, but get a plan going to have accountability. All right. I hope this has added value to you. And again, once thank you, Carla, for, for sharing this idea. I really appreciate it. If you have more ideas, feel free. Um, send them my way. Email me at michelle at growbyone.com. Awesome. With that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper and we'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.